You're very welcome again. Yes, before Mobiuma came come up today, I want us to pray. Because you have been hearing God speaking. It seems as if the focus of God today is fearing God. <laughs> and the, the, the dilemma a person can put himself, if you do not fear God, or if you do not walk in the fear of God, dilemma which should never have happened. But they are self-inflicted. I'm sure that the book of Lamentation, you know, will explain more to us about it today. But we're going to pray and tell God, give me profound insight of your mystery, O God. Shall we lift up our voice and begin to pray? Lord, as we go to look at the perfect word of God, give us profound insight, the spirit of insight. Give me the spirit of insight. That every word I read today, will minister to me. Every word I read today will bring revelation to me. As your servant will speak by your Holy Spirit, Lord, give me a, a hearing ear, an understanding heart. The word that will be spoken today shall change my life. It shall achieve the purposes for which God has sent it, that your name may be exalted. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Our God and King, thank you for everyone that have connected to this broadcast all over the world. Even, Lord, as we speak and as we listen to you also speak to us, our words shall not fall to the ground, and your word will have place in our heart. This we ask and thank you. We receive it as you ask in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Well, before I invite Mamioma uh, tonight, I'm sure that you have read the book of Lamentation. If you have never read it before, those of you who are joining us for the first time, you will discover that um, the book of Lamentation is quite a very interesting book. One of the very interesting books in the Bible that many people just bypass, they don't read them. But in the book of Lamentation, a profound mystery of God, which is good for every believer and is applicable to all generation. So, having studied the book of Jeremiah for months, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, for those of you who have been in this program, it will be easier for you to follow as the woman of God expound on the book of Lamentation. Uh, Reverend Omar, please. Praise the Lord. Amen. It is wonderful again to join together to sit and learn at Jesus' feet. Now believe that today God Almighty will speak to us. He will pour his heart to us and there shall be greater understanding on why we are going into this new book. Those of us that have been following last week will look at the reason why Jerusalem fall or fell. There are several reasons. One of the reasons is because they keep on sinning, they follow idols, the, the, the idolatry and all the rest of that. They, they did a lot of evil against their priests, Charlie with Jeremiah, put Jeremiah in prison, he was put in a cistern. Delivered from this. They were so, they were rude and they even took Jeremiah to Egypt. You know, forcefully took him to Egypt. Why? And God was bitter and God was angry for these people. But today we are going into why was lamentation written? Why? Because authors have written that uh, Jeremiah wrote this book. You can see, and it's, it's a type of song, five songs in, in different chapters. There are five chapters. Why is it that Jeremiah was mourning? Why is it that... Because despite the, uh, 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 God telling Jeremiah that, look, I'm sending you a difficult message. Same applies to priests and prophets. There are many people and many of God's people. God is sending, sending us or has sent us with a difficult message, even for the people of our own time. But yet they continue to see. Yet you continue to see them do wrong things against God. And that's one of the reasons why we are studying this book today. Many are falling, but God wants to restore you back. But adventure you find yourself in the picture of what we are about to study today. God will restore you. I thank God for people that have led the prayer uh, today. They have really spoken all that we need to do. We cannot continue to see and expect grace to abound. That is all about the book of Jeremiah. But can I quickly read this epistle? before we go to chapter 1 of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is known and remembered as the weeping prophet. And that we see in Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 1. And also Second Chronicles 35 and 25. 
People sometimes ask this question. Why was Jeremiah called the weeping prophet? As you can see, many prophets, many parents, many families are weeping today because of, of the fall of the people that God has assigned them to. Because of the difficulties he encountered, as described in the book of Jeremiah and Lamentations, this has prompted scholars to refer to him as the weeping prophet. The book consists of Jeremiah's bitter lament and grief over the uh, nation of, uh, of Judah, which is the capital city of Jerusalem, and the burning of Jerusalem and the burn of Jerusalem that God has rejected his people because of their continuous or continuing, continuing rebellion against him. Jeremiah was called by God to give prophecy of Jerusalem's destruction. And that would occur by invaders from the north, which we all know about the boiling pot from the north, Jeremiah chapter 1, 13 to 14. Jeremiah wept because of God's judgment on Judah and Jerusalem. Why did Jeremiah weep on Judah and Jerusalem? Because the people had rejected their God to serve idols. And that is what a replica of what is happening to us today. Many reject God. They have different idols. You might not uh, uh, create like a graven uh, uh, a image, but you know what has become your own idol. May the Lord help us to recognize them this tonight. Jeremiah's heart was broken because he knew that the sin of God's people will bring them much suffering and extended exile. Hence the book of Lamentation. Lamentation does not tell us who wrote the book, but the general census is that the author was Jeremiah the prophet. The prophet. Some Bible scholars suggest that the last chapter of the book of Jeremiah should be read as an introduction to Lamentations, as the book of Jeremiah predicts the destruction of Jerusalem. The book of Lamentation is a book of five poems or a collection of poetic laments for the destruction of Jerusalem, which enables us to know what made Jeremiah sorrowful. Just like seeing a nation being destroyed, men of God that have been praying for that nation will, will be sorrowful. Seeing your own child destroyed, you will be sorrowful. Seeing people that you have loved, that are around you destroyed, you will be sorrowful. And that is what was happening to Jeremiah. Though he was pre-warned. Hence, uh, hence he wrote Lamentation. As authors of the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah is, uh, as an author of the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah is believed to have also written the book of Lamentation. He is known as the weeping prophet, like I earlier said to us. In the book of Jeremiah, he was privileged to be one of the prophets that brought God's warning to Judah consistently keeps on warning them, persuading and encouraging them to turn away from sin or face God's judgment. God's judgment came upon them because they did not heed God's warning. Jeremiah witnessed the destruction of Jerusalem. And you can see that in chapter 39. Also reference to 39. In Lamentations, because you are looking at Lamentation today, Jeremiah grieves over the fate of Jerusalem because of Jerusalem's sin and laments over her desolate state. God was angry with Jerusalem because the people who lived in it did not obey God, which is a replica of what is happening today in our own Jerusalem, in our own nation. Many that live in this nation and many, many other nations, but eventually you are listening to this from other nations. Continue to sin against God. Look at what has been happening. Because the people who lived in it did not obey God. For this reason, God was very angry with them. Instead of wrath, may God have mercy on our nations. And these are the outlines on this book of on, on chapter one of Jeremiah. In that chapter one, you are going to see Jerusalem's desolation described. And that we see it in uh, 
chapter 1 verses 1 to 11 what exactly that was making Jeremiah to cry or to weep we see Jerusalem the second part of uh, chapter 1 which is uh, from uh, 12 to 22 we see Jerusalem regrets or bitterness over their sin over their misery and, and they cry out to God for pardon that we see in that uh, chapter 1 12 to 22 and that takes us to the consequence of sin in that chapter 1 of lamentation Jeremiah mourns for Jerusalem that is number one sorrowful song that Jeremiah poetic song that Jeremiah sang about Jerusalem how deserted lies the city out of grief how deserted lies the city you could see this city of God being in ruin disobedience can cause the life of anyone to be ruined one so full of people look at what happened in this lockdown that went through people cannot come to church doesn't make some happy people are left in their lonely state doesn't make them happy you can imagine what happened now to Jerusalem when Jerusalem was destroyed the church was not destroyed but we were not allowed to come to church for a while so things things were not going as they ought to go so Jeremiah in his morning only was notes this song how deserted like the city one so full of people how like a widow is she you see Jerusalem was personified as a woman here you know a lot of women go through a lot of pain a lot of difficulty and then you know he was trying to personify Jerusalem and writing about Jerusalem like a woman say how like a widow is she is Jerusalem who once was great among the nations I want you to underline that who once was great pride goes before the fall destruction. The, the destruction he was once great among nations sometimes don't let your pride and your arrogance get into your head because these are some of the things that can cause Jerusalem to fall he said who once was great among the nations she was queen among the provinces has now become a slave mm. that is so this can make someone to mourn or can make someone to cry. Bitterly she weeps at night. When Jerusalem finds herself in trouble, sleepless night comes. She won't be able to sleep. And that was what was happening to, Je uh, to, to Jeremiah when he was bitter bitterly. She weeps because Jerusalem is weeping. So Jeremiah too is weeping. Tears are on her cheeks. So uh, uh, Jeremiah 2 is mourning. Among all our lovers, the lovers here refers to Egypt. Among all our uh, lovers, that is Egypt, we are, uh, Jerusalem used to go for help. He seek help from other nations like Egypt. There is no one to comfort her. You can see the economy of Jerusalem gone down so that they cannot relate with any other nation. He said among her lovers, among many other nations that she used to go to seek for help for, there is no one to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. I want you to mark that verse too because that is one of the things that were happening in the economy of Jerusalem at that time. Look at what happened to, because when I was reading this, something came to my mind about Judas Iscariot. After betraying Jesus and everything, she was, he was deserted by himself. He has to leave the group. That is what happened to, to a traitor. In this respect, lost all her friends. When, when he now came among the other disciples, he couldn't fit in anymore. May God help us. He became an island. He said, after affliction and harsh labor, I'm reading verse 3, Judah has gone into ed, uh, uh, exile. That is among our contemporaries. He has gone into exile. Judas Iscariot went into exile by himself. Amongst the other twelve disciples. 
when you find yourself doing evil, you are you, you, you remove yourself from the from the from the good group, and then you isolate yourself. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. So Jeremiah mourned for Jerusalem because of this affliction and harsh labor. Judah has now gone into exile. She dwells among the nations. She finds no resting place. All who pursue her have overtaken her in the midst of her distress. Now Judah has been distressed because he has found himself doing wrong things, sinned against God. That is what sin can cause, can make you to, to, to get yourself like an island and remove you from the group of God's own people. He said the road to Zion mourn, for no one comes to her to, to her appointed festivals. All her gateway are desolate. Her priests groan, and that is what is happening to a lot of servants of God, prophets of God, their parents, households, they are mourning, they are, they, they are groaning because Jerusalem has been made desolate. All our gateways are desolate. Her priests groan. Her young women grieve. And she is in bitter anguish. Her foes have become her master. These are the things that is causing Jeremiah to mourn. And causing many leaders of different households, of different churches, prophets, to, to mourn. Her enemies are at ease. The Lord has brought her grief because of her many sins. I want to underline that. Because of Jerusalem's many sins. You know your own sin. Begin to report it back to God and He will deliver you from it. Because of her many sins, Jeremiah groaned, Jeremiah cried because the people are groaning. Her children have gone into exile. How many of us have our children gone into exile? Look at that. Captives before the foe, all the splendor has departed from the daughter, from daughter Zion. Our princes are like deer that finds no pasture. Her princes, the leaders in the church of God, they misbehave. They, they, they disobey. They do all sorts of things against their leaders. You know, the man of God was talking about this some, a while ago. They can just come and say, because God is using them, they don't want to go and start their own cock and bull churches. And this is confusion. There are princes. Jerusalem princes. Jerusalem leaders. There are the princes there. They misbehave. Like deer that find no pastor. Yet they were well fed in church. But they fell. They too, they know, they know more than their leaders. Confusion. In weaknesses, they have fled before the, before the pursuers. Or pursuer. In the days of affliction and wandering, Jerusalem remembers all the treasures that were hers in the days of old. When her people fell into enemies' hands, there was no one to help her. Her enemies looked at her and laughed at her destruction. Jerusalem has sinned greatly. I want you to underline that. What sin can cause confusion in the camp of God. And so has become unclean. You can see the reason why Jeremiah is lamenting and why Jeremiah is crying. So for this reason, many are lamenting. Many leaders are, are crying. Jerusalem has sinned greatly and so has become unclean. I want to underline that. And all who honored her despises her. For they have all seen her naked. Seen her naked. She herself groans and turns away. Turns away. Her filthiness clung to her skirts. She did not consider her future. Her fall was astounding. There was no one to comfort her. And may you not find yourself in that state. That is what happened to those who ignore God. There will be no one to comfort them except they come back to their God. Amen. Especially those that have been flowing in God. Her filthiness clung to her skirts. She did not consider her future. Her fall was astounding. There was none to comfort her. Look, Lord, from her affliction. For the enemy has triumphed. Willingness and obedience will make such person to return back to God. Obedience 
is the sure sign for anyone that loves God. And He will always accept us. Said the enemy laid hand on all her treasures. And she saw pagan nations enter her sanctuary. Those you had forbidden to enter your assembly. All her people groan at the search for bread, famine in the land. They battered their treasures for food to keep themselves alive. Look, Lord, and consider for I am despised. You can see in that verse 9b, he said, Look, Lord, on my affliction, for the enemy has triumphed. I want you to underline that. He's willing to forgive anyone that comes back, but as when you find yourself. And that 11b also say, Look, Lord, and consider, for I am despised. God will always look if you repent. Is it nothing to you, all you who pass by? Look around and see. Is any suffering like my suffering that was afflicted on me, that the Lord brought on me in the day of his fierce anger? From on high, he sent fire, sent it down into my bones. He spread a net for my feet and turned me back. He made me desolate, faint all the day long. 14. He says, My sins have been bound into a yoke by his hand. They were woven together. They have been hung on my neck. Just sin dragging you down. And the Lord has sapped my strength. He has given me into the hands of those I cannot withstand. Will that not be our portion? God demands repentance when you find yourself in this stage. The Lord has rejected all the warriors in my midst. He has summoned an army against me to crush my young men. Even no army to fight battles for you anymore. In his wine prayer, the Lord has trampled virgin daughter Judah. This is why I weep. Why is Jeremiah mourning? Why is Jeremiah why did Jeremiah write this song of sorrow in this chapter one? He says the reason here in that verse sixteen. So this is why I weep. And my eyes overflow with tears. There are many that are weeping and their eyes overflow with tears. Because of what they could see the nation, what they see the nation doing, or what they could see in their families. No one is near to comfort me, no one to restore my spirit. My children are destitute because the enemy has prevailed. It is only God when that can comfort, but takes repentance from our sins as well. Zion stretched out her hands, but there is no one to comfort her. The Lord has decreed for Jacob that his neighbors become his foes. Jerusalem has become an unclean thing among them. Verse 18. The Lord is righteous, yet I rebelled against his command. Listen, all you peoples, look on my suffering. My young men, and young women have gone into exile. And that is what is happening to us today. Our young men, our young women, they have gone into exile. One of the reasons why Jeremiah was weeping, for God is still righteous. But we rebel against him. We rebel against his command. Listen, all you peoples, look on my suffering. Verse 19, I called my allies, that is people that could help them, but they betrayed me. My priests and my elders perished in the city while they searched for food to keep themselves alive. This is all because of the uh, uh, consequence of sin. Even the priests and the elders, they perished in the city. They were also affected. 
when they cannot have enough to eat, will they be able to see to God's word? May God help us. See, Lord, how distressed I am. And we can see how many leadership are distressed. I am in torment within. And in my heart, I am disturbed. For I have been most rebellious. But I don't you find yourself in sin. God demands that you return. Outside the sword, the, uh, the sword bereaves. Inside, there is only death. <laughs> People have had my groaning. You can see that reference to 16b. This is why I weep and my eyes overflow with tears. No one near to comfort me. No one to restore my spirit. My children are destitute because the enemy is prevailed. Mm-hmm. Say, so people, verse 21, he said, People have had my groaning, but there is no one to comfort me. The same as verse 16 was saying. All my enemies have had all my distress. They rejoice at what you have done. May you bring the day you have announced as they may become like me. Let all their wickedness come before you. Deal with them as you have dealt with me. That is, that deal with them as you have dealt with me, as he's saying, because you know fully well that he has already brought judgments on Babylon. You can reference to Jeremiah 50, 127. Now he's saying that God should deal with, with, with the Babylonians as he has dealt with him. Because all my sins, my groans are many and my heart is faint. You can see what happened to the people of Jerusalem. What is making Jerusalem to mourn? was because of the consequence or consequences of their sin. In that book of Proverbs 14.34 you can write it down for reference purposes. It says righteousness exalts a nation but sin is a reproach to any people. Sin will always be a reproach. Amen. Where you cannot continue to sin and expect grace to abound. That is the reason why Jeremiah was crying. That is the reason for his cry. Because he could see the people perishing because of their sin. He could see Jerusalem being made desolate. As is described in that verses 1 uh, uh, to 11. In this chapter we see the picture of disaster. And that you can see from the beginning of the, uh, of, of the scriptures. And they were weeping, crying. You can see picture of weeping as well in this picture. You can see economy loss Lots. as well. They don't have enough distress on every side. They could do nothing. Because the city, the whole city has been destroyed. Verse 7 talks about this. Verse 3 and 4. Verse 3, 4 and 7 talks about this. Even verse 19 talks about this as well. God's people have been deserted. <coughs> they have been despised. They have been rejected because of their sins. And this is exactly what happened to any Jerusalem, anyone that make themselves like Jerusalem. They are continuing to sin. Notice that no one who can, who, who can bring them comfort. I want you to write these verses down. They were deserted, they were despised, they were regret, uh, rejected. And there is no one that can give them comfort. In that verse 2, this is why Jeremiah was crying. This is why Jeremiah wrote this song of sorrow. That is 2, 7, 9, 16, 17, and 21. The people have been deserted. No one to comfort them. Jeremiah mourns for Jerusalem. For this reason. Say because of the suffering and humiliation of the people. He sang this song of sorrow. Why? Because Jerusalem has been destroyed. And that you see in uh, 1 verse 1 to 9. Verse 10. Verse 16. 
at your private time, read this. Verse 8 says, Jerusalem has sinned greatly, and so has become unclean. All who honored her despised her, for they have all seen her naked, seen her naked. She herself groaned and turns away. Verse 9. Her filthiness clung to her skirts. She did not consider her future. Her fall was astounding. There was none to comfort her. Look, Lord, on my affliction. For the enemy has trampled over me. And you, maybe you find yourself in this time, in that verse 11 as well. All our people groaned and they searched for bread. They battered their treasure for food. You can see economy is being affected because I said in this chapter we see the picture of disaster. We see the picture of weeping, which is the groaning that is referring to there. We see the picture of the economy, economic loss. And that is what he said here. I said, look, uh, uh, he said, there is none to comfort her. Look, Lord, on our affliction, for the enemy has triumphed. His enemy, the enemy laid uh, hands on all her treasures, verse 10. Laid hands on all her treasures. Economic loss there. She saw pagan nations enter into their sanctuary. Those who had forbidden to enter their sanctuary. Verse 11, all her people groan. Can see weeping there. Groaning because of the disaster that has entered their nation. Same verse 11, as they search for bread, no food. That's famine. And they batter their treasure for food. Doing trade by batter, and economy loss. Economic loss. To keep themselves alive. Look, Lord. And consider who I am despised. These are the things that is causing Jeremiah to weep. Jerusalem has been destroyed. Verse 1, 1 to 9, 10 and 16. Why was Jeremiah weeping? The nation of Judah has been utterly defeated. And many people that have been defeated in their battles. We fight several battles in life. Every time is defeat. But thank God for that scripture that said, Blessed be the, the Lord, a rock that has made us victorious. Has made us to triumph over our enemies. The nation of Judah has been utterly defeated. Many people are defeated in their battles. We fight various battles in life. And many are defeated in their battles. Why? Because of sin. The temple destroyed and the captive taken away to Babylon. The world has entered the church. Even though we are still going to church, there are some churches today. It's only worldliness. You cannot see anything. Jerusalem being destroyed. The people of God in such churches are being destroyed. The temple destroyed and the captive taken away to Babylon. Church is taken to the world. They are practicing worldliness in the church of God. Why is Jeremiah crying? Why is Jeremiah crying? Why did he sing this song of sorrow? God has also rejected his people for their rebellious ways. That you see in verse 20. Verse 20 says here, See, Lord, how distressed I am. I am in torment within. And in my heart, I am disturbed. For I have been most rebellious. You can see anyone that is rebellious. There will be a time. Look at the prodigal son. There will be a time that they will just, their heart, that time of distress, that time of thinking. For I have been most rebellious. Outside the sword bereaves. Inside. Outside is the sword that bereaves. Inside. There is only death. Thinking and all these things surround rebellious people. The temple destroyed and captive taken away to Babylon. People take the reward. God has also rejected his people for their rebellion. That verse 20. In conclusion tonight, we know that despite Judah's rebellion, 
she still look up to God her only hope that you can see in verse 9 verses 9 11 because of time but let me quickly read it in verse 9 it said look Lord on my affliction for the enemy has triumphed verse 11 say all our people groan and they search for bread they batter themselves their treasures for food to keep themselves alive look Lord and consider that this fight you can cry to God God will definitely look look at that verse 20 to 21 I just read the 20 to you people have had my groaning but there is no one to comfort me all my enemies have had my distress they rejoice at what you have done so you bring the day you have announced so that they become, become like me the days God has announced, the days of rejoicing, the days of restoration, God will bring it back to us. I wrote here, let us check our lives and see if there is, or if there are actions. Let us check our lives, if there are attitudes, or any behavior that can make God to reject or despise us. I made references to Isaiah 1, 18-20. He said, come. Let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And that is what was happening to them. But if they decide to be willing and obedient, it will ease the cry of Jeremiah. There are many Jeremiahs that are crying today. For one reason or the other. Let's pray that Jerusalem will repent. And in that John, 1 John chapter 1, verse 8 to 9. If we claim to be without sin, and I bet you, it's not me, it is this person, <laughs> then you'll be left to be in your room. If you claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, mm-hmm. it's faithful and it's just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And this is what we should do in conclusion tonight. Verses 1, write these verses down. Verses 1 to 5, verses 11 to 15 and 16. To 22. God is faithful and just. God is righteous. He will never turn away anyone who recognizes their sin and confesses them. So the picture that you see now is God waiting for anyone to com- confess their sins. In that book of Psalm 51 verse 17 I wrote here, ask the Lord to grant you a broken and contrite spirit. The Lord is faithful and he, was, he will forgive all our righteousness. And Isaiah 59, 1-2 Knowing fully well that our sins separate us from God. We must know that. Therefore, we cannot continue to sin and expect the grace of God to abide. This causes Jeremiah to cry. This causes Jeremiah to mourn. This causes many prophets, many priests, many parents but if we come if we repent of our sins God is able and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness mm-hmm. I rest my case and pass on to our constitution we are going to pray together against the spirit of rebellion pray that God should give you a heart that will not rebel shall we just begin to pray Father in the name of Jesus Lord give us a heart that will oh, not rebel Father in the name of Jesus Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, 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 we
Help us, O God. Help our heart, O God, to tune into your heart, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord Jesus. Help us not to continue in our sins and expect grace of God to abound in our lives. Lord, help us. Help us. Help us. Jeremiah weeps. Jeremiah mourns. Jeremiah mourns because these people continue in their sin, O God. The reason that Jeremiah was destroyed. The reason why destruction oh, came upon Jerusalem. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you help us as Jerusalem, Lord Jesus, not to continue in our sins but and expecting grace to abound, but to confess our sins to you, Lord Jesus, because you are able and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness, O God. Lord, we praise thee tonight. Help us, help us, O God, because sin separates us from you, O God. Father, help us, Lord Jesus, not to continue in our Jesus anointed me, we are Amen, amen. You know amen. something that came to my mind whenever we read about people of Israel is that you will see God continuously pre-warning them. Even when they go into the ark, God will continue to warn them. The consequence is going to be terrible. The consequence is going to be terrible. But they just behave, you know, sometimes like in the Jeremiah we read before. They ignored God. They got themselves together, came to the minister, challenged the authority of the, the man of God that they know is spoken. And the man said to them, you are going to go into slavery. Even the king with his grandson challenged him and they put him in system and removed him, punished him, put him in jail and stuff. But at the end of it, when the basket of iniquity, the cup of iniquity is full, God can't help himself anymore. It will trigger judgment. And what you see in lamentation is the reaction of Jeremiah to the judgment. And also explaining the judgment. One of the judgments is that you know, when God brought all this calamity upon them, the, the strangest, strangest thing is that they could not have a man to help them. Everybody who should help them would not. Why? When God's hand is against a man, no spirit and no man will be able to help that man. Because God is fighting with him. He will turn everyone who can help him away from him. He will, he will be in his island like mommy said. It's just like the boy who was committing sin with his... Uh, 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 stepmother in the book of uh, Corinthians in chapter 5. After he had committed the sin and they, they, they caught him and continued to live that life, Paul had to say that as communicating and giving to Satan to destroy because when you continue in sin, you will never expect grace to abound. However, we have had it again. In, in your affliction, if you find yourself in that, you can cry to God. If you cry to God, God will save you. What the devil has done to some is that he will make them believe that God will never accept them anymore. They have done so terrible that God will never. That is where the agape love of God comes. You know, God allows affliction and chastisement to bring the heart of his children back to him. So we are going to pray for ourselves. The church of God is in turmoil uh, in our time. We are going to pray. Everyone under judgment of God. Father, have mercy. Give them a heart to turn back to you. It's not all, but those who are already in it. People who know that they are rebelling against God and they continue to do those things against God. And now, the judgment has caught up with them. We pray for the church of God global. Let there be restoration. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Our God and King, we pray for your church globally. That people who have turned away from you, who have rebelled against you, who now they are under the affliction of their rebellion, because as time and your see time and harvest time will not cease, people are now in the harvest of their iniquity. Father, we pray for mercy. We pray for mercy. We pray for mercy. Restoration, 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 restoration. Oh Lord our God, we pray for your restoration, Lord, in the name of Jesus, so that your promise for them shall be fulfilled and the enemy will not gloat over them. Lord, we pray the Lord for mighty hand of healing to come upon them. This we ask you in Jesus' anointed name we are praying. One more prayer we are going to pray is for our nation. If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves, 2 Chronicles 7.14. And, and pray and repent of their ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I will heal their land. Let's tell the Lord, Father, this is the one hundred and eleven day we have been praying. Heal our land, Lord. Heal our land, Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. 
Father, heal our land, Lord. Heal our nation, Lord. Heal the parliament, Lord. Heal the house of lords. You pray for the, God, the authority in your country. Lord, let there be mercy. Let there be mercy. Let there be mercy. Let there be mercy. Let there be healing, 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 oh God. That we may rejoice in your holy name. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. Lord, restore our authority. Restore our judiciary. Destroy the control of Satan over the leadership of the, of the nations. Let us pray for the church as well. Destroy the power of Satan. Control of the devil over the leadership of churches and nations. Let there be a revival in our land, beginning from the church to the streets. Let there be a revival of God. Let there be a revival of God. Let there be a revival of God. And you pray to God to use you in this revival. Lord, use me in this revival. I am available, Lord God. Fill me with your spirit power. And use me, Lord, in this time of your visitation to transform the world and bring them back to your knees, to their knees before you. In the name of Jesus, tell the Lord, equip me, empower me, Make way for me. Give me utterance that I may preach the word of God. I may be part of the tools we use. Let there be a revival from land to land, from coast to coast. Our people have heard of COVID disease. They will hear about repentance of people. As they have heard about many people die. They will hear about many people restored back to life in the name of Jesus, the life of God. Father, Lord, send your revival. Have mercy, Lord. Send your revival. Bring forth healing to the land and restoration in the name of your son. Father, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Let me pray with you. Sovereign Lord, I lift up everyone under my voice to you today. Lord, I ask you that you will open the book of remembrance concerning every person. And you will bless us, O oh God. We are in the middle of the month, of the, of the, of the, of the uh, week. And then the middle of the month. This is 15. Interesting. Just, we, we have spent the half of this month. Lord, I prophesy that the rest half of the month shall see manifestation of God. It shall bring forth mercy of God upon your life. It shall bring forth remembrance of God upon your life. The Lord will remember you. As you remember Noah, He will remember you. As you remember Noah, He will remember you. He will send His sisterly wind. All the waters of your life shall recede in the name of Jesus Christ. Your turbulent waters shall recede in the name of Jesus Christ. He will remember you and remember Abraham. And He will bring to pass the promise He has made to you. Before the end of this month, God will justify you. Before the end of this month, God will glorify you. I say God will remember you according to His plan and fulfill His promise concerning you. You will be among those who will rejoice and laugh before the end of July. The Lord will open your eyes. He will open your ears. He will give you hearing aid. He will give you insight of heaven in the name of Jesus. People who have known you in January, they will see you by the end of July. They will thank your God. People will say your God is God. So shall it be. Anyone under my voice that is sick, I command healing upon you. In the name of Jesus, you have a problem on your left eye. Be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever be the pain of your body, whatever be the disease of your body, the Bible says, we, by Israel, we are healed. And so, I decree and enforce the healing power of God. Enter into it in the name of Jesus. I curse pain every part of the body to die in the name of Jesus. I release mercy of God upon you. To heal your body and make you whole. Creative Amen. miracle. Receive. New heart. Amen. New lungs. New, new kidney. Receive them in the name of Jesus Christ. New pancreas. Receive in the name of Jesus. New womb. Receive. Every lump in your body, in your womb, outside your body, I cause them to vanish in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let there be creative miracle. The power of God radiating over you from the crown of your head to the sole of your head. Burn like fire in the name of Jesus. Destroy the yokes of Satan. Destroy the weapons of the wicked one. And make you whole in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you because you've done it. As we ask this in Jesus' anointed name. Amen. 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 And amen and amen. I want to pray for those who have their birthdays. There is a, uh, a sister from, from Finland who has specially demanded that this is her birthday. Oh, I, I, uh, I remember, I, I, I think I, I uh, came across that in Pastor's uh, sister Samina too. And Sister Tunyuriola. And a number of them who are having birthdays today. Let's just pray for them. 
Father, we present this people before you. We ask you, God, that you send your blessing upon them. Lift up your voice and bless them. Father, remember the day they were born. Remember your purpose for their life. Bring your purpose to pass in their life, O God, that your name may be glorified. Lord, bless them, Lord. We invoke your blessing. We invoke your power. We invoke your glory. We invoke your mercy over them. Father, we thank you. We bless and glorify your name. Thank you, Lord. You are ruined your children. Whatever be the desires of their heart, grant them, Lord, that we may rejoice with them in the short while. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. The Bible says, because you acknowledge me, says the Lord, God will satisfy you all with long life. Amen. All your years the locusts have eaten, in this your new year it will be restored. Amen. The peace you never had, you will have. Amen. The success you have never had, you will have. Amen. As you have grown older, you will grow deeper in God. Amen. What you are asking from God will stand in agreement and declare them answered. Amen. May mercy flow over you and your family. Amen. May the Lord grant all your sweat, all your labor with harvest. Amen. For all your years of sowing in tears, you will begin to reap with joy. Amen. It will be a year of celebration for you. Amen. With long life, the Lord will satisfy you. Amen. You will be planted in the courtyard of God. You will Amen. flourish to your old age. Amen. So shall it be. The wish of the enemy will fail over you and your household. Amen. And God will bless you. He will, he will manifest. He will fulfill His promise for you. You will be fruitful. Amen. You will be fruitful. Amen. In everything that you do, amen. you will have increase. Amen. In Jesus' holy name we amen. pray. Amen and amen. Stretch your hands forward before the Lord. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May he send you help from his sanctuary amen. and grant you support from Zion. Amen. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your bond offering. Amen. May he give you the desires of your heart amen. and make all your plans succeed. Amen. We will shout for joy when we are victorious amen. and we lift up the banner of the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. The God of better will meet with you and he will grant all your requests in the name of the Father Amen. and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Can I say that those of us who, um, who have testimonies and compiling them for Friday so on Friday by the grace of God we will read those testimonies they are mind-blowing testimonies that I've been compiling. If you have one more one testimony you haven't sent please send it to us on the information of the screen. God bless you.